Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. It's great to have you here. I want to dive right in because I've been asked a question that I've never answered in one of my podcasts. And I'm going to, I'm going to paraphrase the question, but I think you'll get the gist of it. Some of you may have had the same question. This person basically said, Stephen, you seem to be fairly balanced in your politics. You seem to be fairly balanced uh, in your approach to American politics and global politics. You don't seem to be angry. You don't seem to overbelieve in either side. Uh, you don't seem to be overly angry uh, at e- either side, uh, but you certainly support certain policy positions and certain initiatives. How is it that you do that when everybody else is so inflamed and their hair is on fire? That's me adding that last little bit. <laughs> I, I want to tell you what it is. I want to tell you exactly how, where I come from. And, and quite frankly, I want to urge you to do the same. It's not that I'm perfect. It's not that my ideas are, are ideal, uh, but rather that I, I do think there's an element of what I've learned to do, and I've learned it from other people as well, that I think will help you to be balanced and holistic and maybe more at peace and maybe more effective when it comes to politics. Let me tell you that the main thing about me uh, when it comes to politics is that I am free from the messianic nature of American politics. Uh, I once read a book by a man named R.J. Rushdoony, and his book was entitled The Messianic Nature of American Politics. And what he said in this book essentially was that Americans have, because they almost were founded as a nation in a crusade in a sense, because there have been big uh, crusades connected to politics, because our politicians whip us into a frenzy and causes are often moral causes, that often we approach politics as though one party or the other, one candidate or the other is the Messiah. Vote for the Democrats and they will bring peace and prosperity to our country. There will be a chicken in every pot. Everybody will have a job. Uh, Everybody will have a minimum wage. You're going to be happy. You're going to be smiling. Happy days are here again. Vote for the Republican. We'll undo what that dang Obama did and we will uh, build the kingdom of God on earth based in Washington, D.C. We'll have limited government and low taxes and strong defense and no abortion and the the Republican Party will be messianic. Now, there are some things I've listed in just the last little few moments, certain policy initiatives I actually agree with. Uh, you already know that. You already know I'm pro-life, for example. So I'm not mocking the GOP when I talk about those values. What I do not expect is that any one candidate or any one party is the messianic answer to America. I do not expect a candidate to be Jesus. I do not expect a platform to bring total revolution to our country. I do not expect any political party to bring happy days again. I do not expect that. I'm not cynical. I'm not angry. uh, But I believe we live in a fallen world. And I believe that politics at best addresses matters of government. And government is not the majority of life. I've got some problems in my life. None of them have to do with government. They might have to do with health. They might have to do with insurance. They might have to do with certain troubling relationships. None of them can be fixed from D.C. So I don't look at at, uh, politics. I don't look at the promises of a candidate. I don't look at the platform of a a party or the party itself uh, or even an, an election and its outcome and expect that the Messiah 
is going to emerge or that there's going to be a messianic effect on the country. Uh, I am right of center and got my concerns about Donald Trump. When he leaves office, we will not have arrived at the perfect state. When Obama left office, we had not arrived at the perfect state. When Roosevelt, when Truman, when Lincoln, when Washington left office, we had not even come close to arriving at the perfect state, nor will we ever. Now, there are certain policy uh, platform initiatives that I care very much about. I think they are central to our national character and believing in a God as I do. I think that God is watching and what our nation does on those issues is pretty important. Um, but, But I do not believe that any one party is messianic. It's not that I'm cynical. It's that there's a limit to what any party, any platform and any candidate can do. There's a limit to what they can do. There's a limit to what's possible. And I'll also say, again, not to encourage cynicism, that there's a limit to how good they are. I mean, I live in D.C. I work in politics on both sides of the aisle. Let me assure you that though I am conservative and lean towards the Republican platform, there are Republicans who are corrupt. There are Republicans who are idiots. There are Republicans who don't know what they're doing. There are Republicans who are probably going to end up in jail in the next five years. Same thing on the other side. Neither party is the church. Neither party is the kingdom of God. Neither party fell from heaven. Neither party is perfect. Uh, Both parties are populated by fallen people, the majority of whom are trying to do good stuff. I don't think the average guy or the average woman runs for Congress and intends to go in and become a millionaire and screw everybody. I think most of them are there to do good things. And certainly the people that I have as clients, the people that I love, the people I work with, the people I pray for, uh, they are people who are trying to do good. I have to say that almost all of them could be making more money, having more peace, and be happier probably somewhere else. But they're trying to help fix their country. Even they, I believe, are not messianic in their impact. They will not change the world. They will not change everything in our country. They will not make me thinner, healthier, have a better relationship with that family member, you know, uh, help me make twice the money next year I need to, whatever it is. They will not change everything about my world. So there's a limit to what they can do, even if they were all well-intentioned and they're not. So I am free from a messianic orientation on American politics. I don't expect anyone, to put it humorously or to put it sarcastically, to be Jesus, to be the Messiah, to be the answer, to be the universal one-size-fits-all solution to the problems of the world. Now, let me shock you by saying something, because you know many of you are conservatives and you know that I'm, I'm right of center. And so let me shock you by saying something. My approach to Donald Trump is exactly the same as my approach to Barack Obama. What do I mean by that? Where Barack Obama did good things, things that are consistent with my worldview, consistent with my politics, I helped him and I said so publicly. When he was talking to black families, I helped him. When he did certain things in, in, in parts of the world, certain kinds of healthcare things, I don't mean Obamacare. No, no, no. I wasn't in favor of that. I'm just talking about certain individual little initiatives we can talk about another time. I, I was supportive. I helped him. I, I thought it was the right thing. When he armed the Kurds, I, I came on this podcast and said, he's doing the right thing. Thank God he finally broke from the doctrines that had bound the previous two or three presidential administrations. You see what I mean? Where he did good stuff, I celebrated it. And in ways I won't talk about here, I helped But where he did bad stuff, and I'll have to say the majority of of what Barack Obama did, I didn't consider to be good. Then I opposed him. 
I said so publicly. I tried to educate the people within my range of influence. Uh, and I certainly got word to those in the administration who were friends of mine and who would hear me uh, to try to talk them out of it, try to change their opinion. That is exactly what I do with Donald Trump. I, what he does well, what he's in favor of, I support. I say so publicly. I've been on this podcast talking about what he's done recently by building a consulate in Kurdistan, Iraqi Kurdistan near Erbil. Uh, I have talked about other good things. I, I, I would take any of his Supreme Court nominees on his list, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. At the same time, there are things he's done that are atrocious. He's about to start a trade war. And even though tariffs had to be addressed, he's done it in typically kind of Trumpian, you know, bombastic ways that have offended almost every leader in the Western world. And I'm saying otherwise. He's heard the economy in one of my homes, which is uh, which is Tennessee. Uh, I could go on and on and on. So I don't see Barack Obama as the Messiah. I don't see Donald Trump as the Messiah. I pray for them both because they're the leaders of my country and my faith teaches me to do that. Uh, I have uh, met one of them, not the other. I um, pray for them. I help them. I've served on committees and boards and, and been appointed to stuff and been overseas helping with things and what have you. I'll do what I can with whoever's president, but I expect neither of them to bring the kingdom of God, so to speak. I expect neither of them to be the Messiah, and I expect almost equal parts screw-ups with good things. I, I, that's not Again, that's not cynicism. I just think we live in a fallen world. And, and D.C. is built on, our founding fathers built it on the idea that there would be clashes and, and divisions and separation of powers and tension and strife and hassle. Um, it was actually what they called checks and balances. They didn't want one branch or one person dominating. So Donald Trump's going to try to do some good things. Uh, he's going to do them in a flawed manner. He's going to be opposed by other branches of government that are meant to check him. Barack Obama tried to do some good things. Uh, he did some very bad things, in my opinion. He did, he did some good things. You understand where I'm coming from. I'm constantly pulling for the good, constantly opposing the negative and trying to educate and never thinking that anyone is the Messiah. Well, what that does is it causes me to relax a little bit. It's not that I care less. It's that I am not... I mean, absolutely hepped up like some people are, believing that Donald Trump is the Messiah and we should murder all people on the left. Nor am I the opposite. I believe that the best things about America, the best things about a nation are happening with families and in communities and in, and in places of faith and at the local level and in places where folks are serving each other and caring for each other. And I think that government is a necessary evil. Human government is a necessary evil. And I understand, for those of you who understand my language, I'm reformed in my theology. Uh, and so therefore I understand that, 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 that the state is ordained by, by God. I, I believe that. I accept that. Uh, that, does, that still means it's going to be executed by flawed people. And government's always made mistakes, and it's a necessary thing, and it's always going to be a, a clumsy gorilla trying to rule over people. So here's the bottom line. You hear me say this humorously all the time. I believe that politics is often a choice between hold your nose and hold your nose tighter. No one's perfectly good. Nobody's platform is ideal. No one party is bringing the messianic rule, <laughs> you know, the rule of the Messiah on earth, perfect uh, paradise. We do the best we can with what we've got. And I don't know of a president who hasn't done any good. I know some presidents who have done a bit more good. I know some presidents who wanted to do good and then uh, events got in their way, like 
And that's simply what we're dealing with. So here's what I suggest to everyone. Calm down. Stop thinking that anybody is the Messiah. Stop thinking that the other party is inherently the Antichrist or, or evil or whatever terms you want to use. Uh, and make the difference that you can make. We move by inches. We move in increments. We'll have victories. We'll have defeats. But the loss of your life, the loss of your peace, the loss of your unity with people you love uh, because you have given yourself radically and messianically to politics is ultimately a destructive force. And many people have fallen into that mistake. Let's be good. Let's be true. Let's walk in the ways of the fathers. And let's not believe in messianic politics. Let's believe in a politic that moves by increments, accomplishes noble good, and does things well over generations, but does not produce a, a perfect state at any point. Nobody's going to. And if you'll breathe deep and relax on that idea and do the good you can do, you'll live a happier and more fulfilled life. And by the way, you'll probably be more effective politically. And there's the rub. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.